Welcome to the Money Mindful Podcast, where money mindset and life coach Megan Jean Smith, hey, that's me, teaches you how to transform your relationship to money and achieve your life goals so you can live a glorious, magnificent, delicious, awesome life and love being you. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Money Mindful Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Jean Smith. Great to be here with you this week. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Okay, I am going to get straight into it. I'm not really one for small talk, to tell you the truth. But one thing before I do, I am going to put a little something, something at the end of this episode. I am going to share a little case study interview with one of my most incredible clients, Jackie. She is going to be sharing her experience with what it's like to work with me. She's actually just re-signed with me again for another six months. And I'm actually going to be talking a little bit about that on today's episode, not about Jackie re-signing, but about getting obsessed with something in your business for more revenue growth. And what is that? What is that that I'm obsessed with? That is helping my clients. Now, you might be thinking, yeah, duh, of course. (laughs) Of course, I'm going to help my clients. And I'm sure that you do help your clients. But what I wanted to address in this episode is... When you put a lot of time and effort and attention, like thinking time, on creating the best experience for your clients, you do that, sit back and watch your revenue grow. Now, this doesn't mean over-delivering and undercharging. Because there's a big difference between creating an amazing client experience because you have them in mind, you're thinking about, you know, what they need and you're delivering that to them and, and the difference between over delivering because you feel like you're not good enough. Okay. So that's like one little thing I just want to point out because I don't know if you've heard this kicking around, but I've heard in business, in the business circles, I move into over-deliver. Like the best way to get clients is to over-deliver, give clients more than they're expecting and they are happy campers, right? And they'll keep coming back. But I just want to like put a little note in there to say that doesn't mean over-delivering at your own expense or undercharging and over-delivering. So I just wanted to make this a quickie today to give you some ideas and also not freak you out. Like you don't have to do everything all at once as well. And depending on what stage of your business you're in, what you do could look different at different stages, right? So I've shared before, I don't know if I've shared on the podcast here, but I've shared in chats with my email, beautiful email community and on social media that over 50% of my clients re-sign with me. Now, that is 
bloody good for business, right? Like that is really good that that happens. And that doesn't happen by accident. That happens because I spend a lot of time obsessed with my clients and getting them the results that they are paying me for, that they've come to get help with, to create, right? And so what that looks like is, you know, I'm always thinking about you know, how can I help them solve this problem quicker or faster or more efficiently or in a way that works for them? And I'm doing things now in my business that I didn't have the capacity to do in the start when I first started my business. So I don't want you to compare yourself to me or think that you need to do what I'm doing. I just wanted to throw around some ideas for you to get you thinking, okay? Now, there's definitely no right or wrong way to do this. But when you put yourself in your client's shoes and you spend thinking time about them and their problems and what results that they want, you will come up with ideas of things to make life easier for them and they will keep coming back. Right. And that's a good thing because it's so much easier to get business from somebody who's already working with you because they know, like, and trust you already than getting someone brand new who doesn't know you at all. Like, maybe today is the first time you've ever listened to this podcast. And, you know, you're probably not going to just jump on a call and work with me tomorrow when you have no relationship with me or don't know anything about me, right? Whereas somebody who's been listening to this podcast for a year and has a relationship with me or somebody who I've already helped, like my clients, are more likely to buy from me again if they know, like, and trust me and if I've already helped them, right? Because when you're listening to your clients and you're listening to what they need, they will stick around. You know, I'll give you the example of I used to be with this accounting firm and they were very good. They had a very good reputation, but they didn't meet my needs. They weren't meeting my needs as the client. I don't think they were thinking about what was important to me. You know, whenever I called to get accounting advice, I always felt like I was kind of interrupting them, you know, like, oh, can I ask you an accounting question? And they had this really clunky way of submitting documents. And it was like, oh, you know, it was such a pain at tax time. And now I work with a different accounting firm and I feel like, If they keep doing what they're doing now, I will never leave them. I love them so much because they're thinking about me and I'm getting my needs met, right? Like they have a really efficient way that I can upload documents to them and I can call at any time. And, you know, maybe they're not always available, but I can call at any time with an accounting request. And as a business owner who deals with money and needs to sort stuff out, I want a direct line (laughs) to someone who I can talk to, right? About, oh, how do I get this set up in the accounting software or whatever, right? And having a direct line to someone who I can talk to is so valuable to me. So I want you to think about what is valuable to your customers or clients. And I want to give you a couple of tips to find out that information. First of all, is ask them, right? I mean, 
obvious, right, when I say it, but we so often don't ask our customers what do they want? What do they need? You know, I ask my clients, you know, what do you find most helpful? What is most valuable to you? What do you want more of? You know, what do you want less of? Is there anything that you don't like or do you want something to change? And I take that feedback very seriously and I listen to what they say and then I apply it because what I think that my clients need isn't necessarily always what they need. And when I spend the time and take the time to listen to them and really hear what they want and then implement that, that makes for very happy clients. For example, I've got quite a few clients at the moment who are working on marketing stuff in their business. That's a focus with their goals. That's what they're working on. Not all my clients have a business. It wasn't uh, relevant to everyone. But a lot of my clients recently were experiencing challenges with marketing and that was an area that they wanted to improve and that was related to their goals, their money goals that they were working on. And so I was thinking, okay, For starters, I help them with marketing with the knowledge that I have and what I do, but I'm not a marketing expert and I don't pretend to be with my clients. So then I hired a marketing expert to come in and do a workshop for my clients because I identified that there was a need for that. I could see that my clients needed help with that. And so I was like, okay, how can I solve this problem for my clients, let's get a marketing expert in to do a workshop for them. And now that workshop is in my client portal. So all my future clients who haven't even worked with me, maybe you, when you (laughs) come and become my client, you will be able to access that workshop that is in the client portal. And if you need help with creating compelling marketing content for your business, that is now there available to you. And that is one example of a way to create amazing value for your customers when you're meeting them at their needs, like with what they need. Sometimes you can add value to your customers by surprising them, doing something that they don't expect. I buy some cosmetics from an online company and the first time I ever bought from them, I was so delighted when I received the package because inside was like a little mini Tim Tam and a couple of cosmetic samples, right, that were similar to things that I had bought. And that was delightful for me. They didn't say that they were going to include it. That was just a really nice little surprise that was in the package when it came. There's so many ways that you can serve your clients. Another way that you might not have thought of that's not directly linked to your interactions with the client, but it might be your professional development, you know, or the systems that you use in your business? Like, is it, do you have systems set up in your business that make things easier for your clients? Like the way that they can contact you or just having efficiency with the way that they pay you, right? It all depends on what line of business you work in as well. But professional development is huge. That's a really big one. You know, I'm always growing and learning behind the scenes. Like you see the effect of that in what I bring to the podcast and my clients see the effect of that in what I bring to them in a coaching session. But that is behind the scenes stuff that nobody 
has to know that's going on in your business. I'm always signing up to new courses and doing professional reading and learning and growing because I want to be the best coach that I can possibly be. And in addition to that, I want to be the best businesswoman that I can be. And when I get better at business, that helps my clients. When I create more efficiency in my business or I create new systems or if I upskill in business, that also serves my clients. So there's no rules with this. There's no right or wrong way to do this, but I want you to start thinking about how can you serve your clients at a greater capacity without overworking right? Without over-delivering and undercharging, I'm not suggesting that you overwork and undercharge. I've certainly increased my prices over time, like from when I've started, but I've also upped my game and I've up-leveled with what the clients who work with me now get totally above and way beyond what my first clients that I ever worked with got. You know, I've introduced so much more to what they receive. So don't be afraid to charge for that as well. Like you're allowed to increase your prices, but the focus that I'm getting at on today's episode is to think about how can you serve your clients? How can you really look after the clients that you've got? Because when you look after the clients that you've got, your reputation precedes you, right? People will recommend you and your service. And the clients that you currently have, your customers, they will keep coming back to you. So here's what I want you to do. Just marinate on this question. How can I better serve my clients without overworking or undercharging? You don't even have to add that last little bit in, but I just want that there for you because I don't want you to think that you're not good enough as you are right now. Of course you are. But hey, how could you make the experience even better? All right. That's all I've got for you today. Stick around to hear my case study interview with Jackie, especially if you're interested in working with me and you want to hear from one of my current clients. Jackie's worked with me for six months and she's signed on for another six months. You can hear from her about her experience. And if you are interested in working with me, I'd love to work with you and help you reach your money and life goals. Go ahead and sign up for a consultation. That's the next step. We get to meet each other. We get to know each other a little bit. So I'm confident that I know that I can help you before you you know, make a six-month commitment and also so you can feel safe that you know, hey, yeah, I like Megan. I trust her. She's the right person for me to work with. She's who I want support with to create my amazing, delicious, awesome money and life goals. Okay, until I'm in your ears again next week, have an amazing week. Bye-bye. So we're here with my client, Jackie, who is going to share about her experience working together in my six-month coaching program. Jackie, welcome. Let us know who you are. Thanks, Megan. Um, So my name is Jackie Quick. I'm the Managing Director at Persuaders and we're a strategic design consultancy based in Sydney. And we're called Persuaders for a reason and that's because we help bold leaders get to a faster yes with the power of effective communication. Our clients are typically 
really, really large, complex organizations or tech scale-ups, entrepreneurs. And we help them communicate clearly with impact so they can get stakeholder buy-in and investor-ready. But I wasn't working when I first engaged Megan. Amazing. So tell us what problems or challenges were you facing prior to coaching together, Jackie? They were all trauma-based. I took a year off work as I was caring for my dad who passed away. And then I found myself with a pile of financial admin to sort out. And I didn't know what type of support was available to me. It just seemed like this really big elephant in the room that I didn't know how to bite off. And that was a real problem. Like that inertia meant that I felt that I wasn't capable of looking after myself or my mum in the wake of my dad's passing. I kept on saying that I had a fundamental blockage when it came to financial admin. You'll know, Megan, you've been on this journey with me. And I couldn't understand how, as a previous executive, I could manage large-scale budgets, yet still be living hand-to-mouth or not being able to understand my own financial position. It just seemed crazy. It seemed crazy to me. And I felt a little bit, you know, sort of unhinged as well. Most importantly, I actually didn't know where to start. I didn't know where to start. I discovered you, Megan, (laughs) via Kate Toon. And I just really admire her because she's a super smart, uh, very passionate copywriter. I heard Kate Toon speaking to you on your Money Mindful podcast. And I thought, this is the person that I need. And so that's how I discovered you. Amazing. So what did you want to achieve by working together? Like what were you excited to coach together on? I think what I wanted to achieve was a sense of a new identity. And that's what you talk about in your podcast that really made me think differently already. That the fact that the identity that I had wasn't necessarily the one that I should be stuck with for the rest of my life and telling a certain story to myself about myself that that I could create a new one if that was required. And I wanted that transformation to happen faster. I knew that mindset changes were the key to that. I don't know how. And that really, I was the one that was holding myself back. That was kind of life-changing and game-changing for me. I was excited about stepping forward. I know that people call it leaning in, but I don't do that. I either step forward or I kind of like dive right in. So Jackie, can you talk about what you've learned during our time together? Like what have you found most valuable? I think that's really interesting because during our time coaching together over the last six months, I learned that I can actually design the life that I want, that work should work for my life, which it's so strange to look back because I've been doing it the other way around and work was always so important because of my upbringing and the culture that I come from, but uh, it was a little bit mindless what I was doing. It was not intentional at all. I also learned that we're set up to have both positive and negative experiences, but Megan really taught me how, sorry, it's, I want to say your name, but you're sitting right in front of me. So you really... (laughs) taught me that, hey, you know, how about you just try to give it a 50-50 split? Because I was really preparing myself for a life of 100% negative experiences, which is, you know, we can laugh at it now looking back, but it wasn't so funny at the time. And I learned that I deserve to celebrate my little wins, no matter how um, monumental or how small, you know, just give myself a pat on the back. But I didn't feel at that time that I, you know, 
will that joy would ever be an option again? And gosh, there were so many learnings that the most valuable thing that I learned from you, Megan, was how to value myself. And I think, you know, at that point, like uh, you said, you had goosebumps, right? And I was, you know, when I met you, I was, oh, I don't know if Megan would even think that I would be a good fit for her because I can't manage myself out of a paper bag. But I think at that point, you know, We just knew at that point of coaching that things started to turn for me and I was just so different to that crying potential coaching client of yours at our first meeting and that you were really fulfilled at that point as well. You know, it wasn't a transaction. It was an experience. Oh, Jackie, you made me cry. (laughs) So can you talk about some successes that we can celebrate, that you can celebrate, intangible or tangible? Like what have you been able to achieve through our coaching together? I think the main thing is, uh, you know, you kept me focused. So I felt like I really made headway in settling my father's estate, which was complicated. And it seemed impossible to me at the time when we started. So that's like, that's huge. That was like our main goal. And, you know, when I started going down rabbit holes and that whole internal dialogue of, you know, just a whole lot of other stuff swimming around, I think you were able to pull me back to that goal. And I'd be like, okay, so this is not a scary thing. And I can do it bit by bit because it's embroiled in all sorts of, you know, other other things that I was able to just compartmentalize and take a pragmatic approach. And that in turn really made me feel more confident and self-assured to really tackle some of the other other things that were attached to it. So I started working again. I think it was quite immediate after I started coaching with you, Megan, because you knew that I was I was stuck. I was really stuck. But now I run a business. Six months later and three months in, I started running this business and I've got a handle on the numbers and I grew it and uh, and doubled the revenue throughout that time while tackling my main goal. That wasn't even my main goal. It was a ripple effect of just really working on a fundamental issue that I had. But the most significant shifts they really happen on the inside, right? These are the outside things that you can see, paperwork being progressed, businesses uh, sort of going from a surviving to what I call thriving because, you know, you're not going from zero to hero. But I've had to reprogram my internal thoughts and dialogue so that I no longer sabotage myself and I could feel just, I think it was a confident sore. It was a confidence saw and, and it wasn't something that went up and down and went up and down, but you know, you made a shift and then you kept going up that trajectory. There wasn't this huge high and this huge low anymore, but it was almost like, you know, I'm, I'm pulling up and I'm, I'm stabilizing and it's because. I can back myself. I don't no longer care that much about what people thought. And if I did, I would just be meeting Megan once a week to just sort that stuff out. So that's, yeah, that's what I can say would be um, ticking off some of the successes, Megan. Thank you. That in itself, that backing yourself, that's like a huge win, just that. But then the impact of that, I mean, I'm not going to divulge any private things that I know about your business, but I mean, you've shared some crazy numbers with me, like in your business and the success that it's been having because of that, like because of that relationship that you've had with yourself. 
I think that's right. And I think that sometimes, you know, it's it's also, oh my gosh, this is this is too much growth, too much growth, too much, too much. You know, you can't build the plane and fly it at the same time. But I think that, you know, if you do have that sense of self-belief and you have that sense of it's okay and it's actually okay to be successful. It's okay to be successful. You know, it's okay to take credit for your success as well because you've worked hard and everything that you've done in your life, good or bad, has come to this point now. You just have to, I guess, give yourself permission to create the life that you want going forward. Yes. Ah, so good. So... Why has coaching been a great decision for you? Like, what's it changed in your life? How do you feel about your life? That's a, you know, that's such a big question. Yeah. <laughs> You're always, I mean, and I think, you know, I can thank you for always asking those big questions at, at every single session that we have. And I think coaching has been a great decision for me because I need that accountability. I am way too much in my own head and and I need pragmatic steps that guide me along. And you, uh, I say, you know, Megan, you're always saying, well, you know, it's all you, Jackie. I just, you know, thank you for, for this recognition, but but it's 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 all you, right? Uh, but to me, coaching is really a partnership and things are not as scary when you have a partner like you, Megan. Because you know how scared I was, right? To push a button, to sign a piece of paper, to take a step outside the home. Um, And what I loved about the experience is that I can take what I've learned through coaching and I apply it immediately everywhere. So I would turn up to work and start channeling Megan. I'm just like, well, I'm just going to, you know, just teach everyone what I've just learned five minutes ago, right? And see that sort of um, amplify throughout the culture of the team and really, you know, kind of get people to think, what? I can do that? I can own that? Yeah, you can. You go for it, you know? I've got you. So I think that's, you know, I think you're right. It is It is life-changing, but it's not just my life. It's life-changing for other people. So you have one person that has, has really made an impact and, you know, provided me with the support. But really, I'd say, from a team of, you know, three to nine, really that's that's 10 people that you can have on your books now, Megan. Um, and I don't, I didn't think that in six months I, I would be able to really feel that good about myself or anything, quite frankly. But now I celebrate any progress and I and I own my joy and I share my joy. Yay, you made your bed today to yay, oh my God, you pulled in $150,000 today in, in, in five minutes. That's fantastic. So, and anything in between. Ah, oh, I just, yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jackie. All right. So just finishing up, What's a piece of wisdom or advice that you want to share with someone and they're thinking about coaching with me? What what do you want to share with them? Okay, so I'll share a big piece of advice and then I will share a little sort of piece of advice. And the big piece of wisdom is really just get started. Just take that first step. You know, if you you are in in the whole space of um and ah, like is this kind of I, I don't even like want to splurge on a day spa. Like, how do I even think about doing this for myself? I would say just get started and then be really intentional about how you show up. 
because your life is what you make of it. And um, Megan is really, she's there for you 100%. She's always on time. I am not. I'm always, I, I, I have time blindness. So, and Megan understands that. Your time is valuable. Megan's time is valuable. Be intentional and be 100% committed to it because that really shows how much you can care about yourself. That's, that's it really. Uh, yeah. That is a beautiful <laughs> note to end on. Jackie, thank you so much for sharing your coaching experience. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Money Mindful Podcast. For future episodes, be sure to subscribe. Ready to take the next steps? Creating your money and life goals can be super challenging if you don't have a process to follow. Get my free course that will help you get unstuck clarify your goals and get you going. For more info, go to meganjsmith.au.